weird <laughs> today is august the 10th it's 2022 and this is daybreak live with the nesbitt juniors and myself <laughs> and today is wednesday We're so glad you're here and hope you guys can find yourself some um coffee and stuff that's better than what i made this morning michael it's not there <laughs> oh Okay. It's August the 10th. We, <laughs> we did that part already. Sarah said, you're going to think I don't, I can't make good she coffee. She makes amazing coffee. She's just having issues. <sighs> makes me want to throw that thing like. Start. We're thankful I'm for I'm going to get it. I'm She's very thankful. Something's going on. I'm very thankful for it. <laughs> I just cannot seem to get the ratio correct and it aggravates me. <laughs> but on to the song for today.
Ooh. 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 Oh, whoops, I Still figuring this thing out. Okay. Well, today, Sarah and Josh are going to share with you guys. Um, and I'm just going to sit over here and listen. Doesn't mean I won't put in, but, you know, we'll see how it goes. So. Um, can I go first? Yep. Okay. <laughs> so, I don't have a ton to share, but... Night before last, I was getting ready for bed, and I was I'm trying to remember. I was probably thinking maybe about one of my friends, maybe some stuff that's been going on in their life lately, or something like that. Um, something like that. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I got very convicted um, because I was thinking, how often do I pray? Like, not only how often do I pray for myself or for, you know, but, but how, how often instead of, I don't want to say gossiping, but in my head, you know, you're thinking about different things and like, well, this and this and like, wait, why is this person doing this? And, but how often am I praying for them? How often am I genuinely praying for their life? What's going on in their lives? Asking that the Lord show them direction. And, um, it just, it really, really convicted me. So it got me thinking about prayer and so the next morning, I was looking up some scriptures on prayer, and I turned to 1 Thessalonians, let me see, 5, 16 through 18, which says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. And I think it hit me in a different way than it has before because it's like prayer is the will of God for us. Like it's it's not just we pray to find out the will of God. It's part of God's will for us. We as Christians, as believers, we are supposed to be praying without ceasing. And I fail in that a lot. I may say a quick prayer over my food or it's not like I'm, I do pray, but how often am I am I really praying and how often am I just thinking a quick thing that I'm supposed to say and then going on with my day. And so, um, anyway, it got me looking up some other scriptures about prayer. And let's see. Um, and so I turned to Ephesians 6.18, which says... You know, that's the portion of scripture that's talking about the armor of God. And let's see. So it had just got done saying, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, praying at all times in the spirit mm -hmm. with all prayer and supplication. Um, yeah, to that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints. And so I think that's another part we forget. Like we all the time we're talking about the armor of God, but a lot of times we stop at the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. But there's a comma there and it says praying at all times. So prayer is part of our armor. Mm. And if we're not praying and we're not in prayer, then we're not fully armored up. And it's just, it was crazy to me because I was thinking about how important 
um, prayer is. It's like one of our strongest weapons in spiritual warfare. And we wonder why we're losing so many battles and struggling when we're not really praying about things. We're trying to take it on with all the other things, but we're not we're not incorporating prayer, like real prayer, where we're really communicating with our Father or praying about what's going on. And then also where it says, you know, making all supplication for the saints. And I think, how often am I praying for my brothers and sisters in Christ? I mean, sometimes I may remember to pray for my friends who, like, I feel like are lost or something like that. But we're also supposed to be lifting one another up in prayer. Um, and how often am I doing that? Anyway, it was just, I was really, really convicted. So I'm going to move to First Chronicles 16.11 which says seek the Lord and his strength seek his presence continually and I just feel like I just feel I was just very moved that prayer should be a much more important part of my life than it is right now and so I wanted to encourage all of y'all um, to dig deeper and to really to start praying often um, and just make it a point like find a portion of every day I know we're supposed to be praying without ceasing so pray all throughout the day but I want to really start making a point to be praying and to be communicating with my father um, because it's going to give you strength and it's it's just such a powerful thing that I feel like we take for granted and we usually use it more as like a well, when, when we need something, um, but that's not all that prayer is for, you know, it's to build a relationship, it's to strengthen your relationship with God, and so I was just, I was really convicted in a good way, and, and encouraged to press in further, and to try and strengthen my prayer life, um, so I know that was very short, but that's just kind of what was on my heart yesterday, and so I just wanted to kind of share that with y'all so That's i'm now gonna too. pass the baton to piggyback Josh. <laughs> off of Sarah. um that idea of communication like mm. we recently had a little bit of a scuffle at work <laughs> it wasn't like super bad but it was just a little mistake on all of our parts um and it involves communication and you hear it all the time communication is key communication is important um when uh so uh, despite all the other things what happened in short was we left uh we thought everything was good <laughs> we were kind of working separate from papa scott <laughs> and we were like you know we were doing our thing and we're like all right let's go it's time to go it's, it's it's all as well well we didn't realize that there was something that he wanted us to be doing that we didn't know he had some of us didn't know that uh he had that task for us so we get down the road we're in um walmart and all of a sudden, it's like, oh, where are people? Why aren't they here to unload these things? And we're like, mm -hmm. I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, we had no idea. But despite that, I remember um, it's stirring in my heart where it's like, it's, it's, it would have been so easy. And wouldn't have been that hard just to send him a quick text or call him and be like, hey. Did you need us yeah, to do did, you have, before we We're left. about to leave. Because it wasn't the leaving thing. We got our eight hours in. But it was the, we just didn't communicate well enough. There were things we were supposed to do. Yeah, there were do. things we could have just been like, hey, is this something, is there anything left that you 
you have for us to do. And I think the verses Sarah pulled out kind of show the importance that prayer isn't just some rub the bottle, you know, God, give me a Ferrari. <laughs> or like, you know, these different things. It isn't... Or give me good coffee. Yeah, or, yeah. you know, it's, I mean, although he cares about us and if that's the genuine prayer of your heart. But the, the point is seeking out the presence of the Lord, uh, spilling out to him. I think of Jesus in the garden hmm. where, he, although he was 100% God, he was 100% man. And he is pouring out to the Father just his pain, his struggle, how hmm. he wants, like, is there any other way that we can do this. And then of course, although it doesn't say a specific audible answer from the Lord, it's like, obviously the answer was no, like this is the, this is the way. So however the Lord communicated to that, our Lord, well, confusing right there, but awesome. <laughs> um, however God communicated to the Lord, like this is the only way that was the, the fact was he was seeking the presence of his father. He was oh. seeking the presence, um, to understand what it is that he had for him to find peace. And so one, you hear it all the time, but just to continue uh, encouragement to not hold anything back from the Lord when you are in true prayer, just like mm -hmm. pouring out to him because it's like he knows what's going on and he cares about us. And it's not like, oh, you slipped up in prayer. I'm going to wipe you out. No, it's like, <laughs> no, we pray to seek out his presence to know what to do. And it makes me think of, um, it makes me think of Sam and like, when do we pray? That's the question. And sometimes we pray when things are going wrong. Or, but we should be praying, like Sarah said, when we're thankful, <laughs> just communicating with them, telling him we're thankful, uh, because it focuses our mind on him. It's more of that than it is just saying words. It's literally getting that mind focused on the Lord, realizing that it is, and just verbally acknowledging it either out loud or in your heart in that communication. Like, I'm actually talking to you. Thank you. <laughs> like, he can hear it. <laughs> it's not like we're just praying to the ceiling. There's a good Owl City song that talks about how. I'm not praying to the ceiling anymore uh, towards the end of it. Um, but also there's other times where the Lord draws us into pray um, to communicate with them, to be in his presence. And we kind of talked about it at church this weekend, but like with Samuel and when he was laying there and, you know, he kept hearing, what's the high priest's name? I keep, I always forget. Eli. Eli. He kept thinking he was hearing Eli and he walks in and he's like, hey, you know, I'm paraphrasing obviously, but he's like, hey. <laughs> You called for me? He's like, no, I didn't call for you. And he goes back, you know, and then lays back down, hears it again, comes back and says, hey, did you did you call for me? He's like, no, it's the Lord. Like, next time, ask and say, here I am, Lord. And that was the thing. Like, he was praying to the Lord, talking to him, communicating with him, saying, I am ready to receive. Mm. And then he received a message. And then another th uh, example was I was thinking was, although it wasn't like the Lord drawing for prayer, it made me think uh, this morning when, I was in my waking state and I felt like the Lord was bringing to not my memory certain things to talk about. So um, this is the part where Cornelius in Acts chapter 10 has the vision from the Lord that a guy is going to come share the gospel and he tells us all his household and the servants are on their way. And then in chapter 9, it says, On the next day, as they were on their way, the servants, and approaching the city, Peter went up to the housetop about the sixth hour to pray. So Peter is going to the housetop of his own will. And then, but he became hungry and was desiring to eat. But while they were making preparations, he fell into a trance. And he saw the sky open up and an object like a great sheet coming down, lowered by four corners to the, to the ground. And there were in it all kinds of four-footed animals and the crawling creatures of the earth and birds of the air. A voice came to him, Get up, Peter, kill and eat. But Peter said, By no means, Lord, for I have never eaten anything unholy or unclean. 
Again, a voice came to him a second time, What God has cleansed, no longer consider unholy. This happened three times, and immediately the object was taken up into the sky. So now, while Peter was greatly perplexed in the mind as to what the vision which he had seen might be, behold, the men who had been sent by Cornelius, having asked directions for Simon's house, appeared at the gate. And calling out, and they were asking whether Simon, who was also called Peter, was staying there. So I wanted to point out to the that, that idea where it's just like, Peter specifically set aside some time, the sixth hour. Like he walked in that way and said, this, you know, he was going to pray, get away, get on the rooftop. And then he was ready to receive whatever it is. It wasn't just him saying all these things, but God actually communicated. Mm-hmm. He was in the presence of the Lord. And I think that that is what we should all strive for when we pray is just remembering that we are in his presence mm-hmm. and that can bring up a whole bunch of emotions. <laughs> it's different. You know, it makes me think of sometimes it's it, when it's not in the presence of your parents, you know, there's certain times where it's great. It's joyful. You know, it's happy. It's like, yeah, this is awesome. I'm delighting. I'm thankful to be in the presence of my parents and we're talking and we're having fun. Then other times I'm in the presence of my parents and it's like, you did wrong. <laughs> like, you know, they're, they're both, they're both there. It's like, you know, Hey, this could have been better or, you know, this, this could have been it. And then other times it's like, what were you like thinking? Like it was, it's even, you know, there's varying degrees and we can't just automatically assume Little when better. we go into the presence Little of the better. Lord, Little that better. it's going to be one of those. We can't manipulate it. We have to just seek out his presence and accept what's there. And then rejoice because he loves us enough to communicate, like actually talk to us. And so that's what I felt like. What I do love is, you know, just like the other night, I was convicted. But I love that when the Lord reprimands, it's always in love, like towards us, towards his children. It's, it's like, like, like what Josh was saying, when, when you're in trouble, <laughs> with your parents or at least in our cases we know that their love is no different they still love us just the same but they want us to see hey and to learn from right these things that we that we may have messed up and done but i wanted to also wait real quick that last one was more of like before we're saved it's like we get into (laughs) it i just want to i want to clarify that the last one like that second one was more of when we're saved and he's correcting and there's no condemnation the last one's like when you realize that you are in the presence of a holy God and you have not accepted the blood of Jesus. You have mm. not. Oh, and it's just like yeah. my, in his presence, I am but dead. <laughs> like <laughs> I really, I should not be like, I'm scared. Like it's, mm. it's that, that leads to repentance. And then you have the, it's, I just want to clarify. No, 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 that's you mentioned good. That's that was good. good that you talked about I was that, thinking, but it made me oh, think. that's kind of harsh. Like, I don't know. I don't feel like that generally. <laughs> but in but the I presence see. of some, the Lord is right. Oh, yeah, it, t- it talks about that. I wanted to also add, because you were talking about how, you know, the Lord hears us and stuff like that, and, which is absolutely true. But this is another scripture that I had read yesterday, and it said, And this is the confidence that we have toward him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we have the request that we have asked him. This scripture is used a lot. But I, there's a very important part of that yeah. that I think people just kind of skip over because they love the whole, like, he hears us, he gives us what he asks, we ask for. But it says, um, 
If we ask according to his uh, will. If we yeah. ask anything according to his will. And I know I myself, sometimes we ask for things that are not according to his will. And we don't always like to hear no. Um, but we can trust that the Lord is in control. Yeah. And he really knows what's best for us. He knows what we need. There was things I asked my parents for that they wouldn't give me. <clears throat> and later on, I was so thankful because I could see why they were protecting me. Or perhaps they just knew I was not mature enough yet to give that thing that I wanted. And later they were going to give it to me. But that's beside the point. At the time, all I had was their answer. Mm -hmm. And I had to be okay with that. And I feel like the Lord, we forget sometimes that we can fully trust him. We can trust his heart for us. We can trust that he knows what's best. And I think this is just another thing to show that we really need to be seeking his will. Kind of like Josh was saying, Peter was praying and then the Lord came to him and showed him these things. But we need to be praying. Like we need to be seeking his will and we need to really be seeking his will. Not just like seeking his will when it's in the box that we want. <laughs> But really just pouring out and being like, God, what do you want? Because there's nothing more satisfying than being in the will of God. There's nothing more satisfying. No thing that you want is more satisfying than when you truly feel like you're walking in the will of the Lord. And so we really need to be seeking that out. And the Lord, he's promised us, you know, like, um, when you seek me, you will find me. I might be getting that wrong, but when, when you, you seek, seek me with, with your heart. whole heart. And mm -hmm. so it's like, it's not like he's trying to like run away and not let us come to him. We just have to be willing to lay everything. We have to be willing to seek him with our entire heart. Stop holding things back from him. A while back, I realized that there was some stuff in my heart. I was not fully surrendering to the Lord. And it caused me a lot of confusion because when I was praying for his will and I was seeking him about these things, it wasn't always... I wasn't fully seeking him with my whole heart. And so that's just, that's very, very important. And I just looked down and realized we are over time. <laughs> yeah. um, it's like Jesus prayed in the garden. He mm. prayed, Father, your will be done. He laid what he wanted done before the Lord, before the Father, saying, you know, if there's any other way, let it pass for me. Mm. Let this cup pass for me. I don't want to drink of this cup. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. So we have an example of our Lord, the Lord Jesus, going before the Father, broken, yes, and in humility, yes, asking for something, yet at the same time being surrendered and willing to do what mm -hmm. the Father wants. So anyway, we want to pray for um, Diane's husband, who is having a biopsy today. So we'll pray for him and um, just end out today. Thank you guys for sharing. Um, Lord God, Father in heaven, we come before you in the mighty name of Jesus, our Lord and our Savior, our King, and the one whom, um, whom we have put our faith in and our trust in. We thank you, first of all. We thank you for all that you've done. We thank you, Father, that you loved us enough to make a way to have right relationships with you. Thank you so much. For that, thank you for choosing us, Lord, for for making a way for that, Lord. Thank you so much. Um, we lift Diane's husband to you as he goes in for this biopsy. That you'll be with the hands of the doctors, and um, that you'll just give him peace and give her peace, Lord, mm -hmm. as they trust you. That we know that you're watching over, that you're present, that you're not um, unknowing. 
that you know what's going on, Lord, and you see it. And I just pray for an extra dose of peace um, in their hearts today. Mm-hmm. Uh, that you'll just be with them, Lord. You hem them in behind and before, and you lay their hand, your hand upon him. And we thank you for that, Father. I thank you for this time that we've had. Yes, Lord. And uh, let's say the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you for all your words of encouragement. This is the last day of us leading daybreak. Soon we will be the Nesbitt's junior and seniors. (laughs) They should be back tomorrow. The seniors will be back tomorrow. Lord willing. And uh, hope to see you here then. Thank you guys for joining us this morning. May the Lord bless you and keep you today. Bye. Bye. Oh, yeah, I forgot.